0: Alhamdulillahi لله Wa salaamun ala ibadahilladzina <pronouncing> istifahamma. A'udhu billahi min ash rahim Wa al-ladhina jahudu thina ala nahniyan luhum sublana. Wa inna allaha alnama al ammai Wa salaamun ala al mursaleen Wa alhamdulillahi alameen. Allahumma <Officer> ala does anybody know how to use an iPad? Does anybody have an iPad? You have an iPad? ان تناوے کے بعد بیس مجالس میں ایک خاص مقصد ہے اور وہ خاص مقصد میں یہ ہے کہ تصوف و سلوک کی بنیاد تصوف و سلوک کی بنیاد انشاء جب ہم میں بیٹھیں گے تو اس وقت کے بعد اور رات والی مجزز بھی ذرا اس میں عموم کے ساتھ تذکیہ پر بات ہوگی کیونکہ انیورسٹری اور نوجوان ہوں گے عوام الناس ہوں گے موری دین صادقین تریکت کے علاوہ بھی इस ہوں گے ہمارے استصوف و سلوک سمجھنے کے لیے ہمیں ایک سہارہ چاہیے سہارہ چاہیے ہم نہ اپنے کے ذریعے سے نہ طبیعت کے ذریعے سے نہ مزاج کے ذریعے سے अल्लाह तआला की तरफ पहुंचने वाली राह इसको सलूक कहते हैं इसको समझने की कोशिश करनी चाहिए ना हमें हमारे इरादे आपको पहले एक مجلس میں بتایا تھا کہ جو اس امت کے جو بڑے اولیاء ہیں اور ان اولیاء اللہ جن سے اللہ تआला نے دین کی اشاعت دین کی احیاء دین کی تجدید کے کام لیا ان کو مجندد کہتے ہیں مجندد اور تصوف کی نسبت سے اور ہمارے Ulama اہل السنت والجماعات کے اتفاق یا کہہ لیں کہ اکثریت کا اتفاق اس پر ہے کہ امام الہزاری رحم الہ تعالیٰ اپنے صدق امام الربانی شیخ احمد صلی اکثریت کا اتفاق اور علماء اکابر دیو کامل اجماع پر کہ وہ اپنے صدی کے مجدد ہیں اور پھر صدی کے مجدد حضر فاجہ مولانا اشرف علی دانگی رامتہ اب مجدد ہونے کا معنی یہ ہے کہ اللہ تعالیٰ نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے ایک حسن حدیث, ایک حدیث جس کی توس روایت موجود ہے توس صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے ساتھ مروی کی گئے ہیں فرمایا کہ اللہ تعالیٰ صدی ہر صدی کے اپنے امت میں ایک ایسے مرد مؤمن کو کرا کریں گے کیوں وہ مجندد ہوں گے دین کی تجدید کریں گے مگر ظاہر ہی جب ہر صدی کے بعد اگلے صدی میں بھی ایک اور مجندد ہوگا تو اس مجندد کا فیض اپنے صدی کے ساتھ خاص ہے مگر پوری تاریخ میں آمیں جیسے امام مغزائر آمتہی کے فیض ابھی بھی جانی مگر کچھ خاصیات تھے جو خاص پر ان کی اپنی حیات زندگی اور اس وقت امت کی جو حالات تھے ان حالات اور ان مشکلات اور مختلف مرائل سے امت اس صدی میں گزر رہا تھا اللہ تعالیٰ نے خاصتاً امام غزائر امتہ کچھ کام لیا کہ اس صدی میں بالخصوص اور بعد میں بالعموم دین اسلام کی تجدید ہوئی अब इस सदी के मुजद्दद कौन है ना किसी को पता है ना कोई इस चीज का दावा कर सकता है ना कोई इस चीज के बारे में गुमान रख मैंने आपको कहा कि हमारा गुमान पिछली सदी के मुजद्दद तो हम इन तीनों हजरत के सहारे पर और की अब के اور امام غزالی نے خود اور امام ربانی نے بھی غالبان اور رہتے نے بھی یقینا فرمایا کہ مشاہ کی کتابوں سے فائدہ لیں شیخ نیبل بدل سابقہ مشاہ کی کتاب ملکوزات تعلیمات ہوتی ہیں جس طرح امام بہت تصنیفات تعلیمات ہیں اسی طرح رہتے ہیں کہ بھی بہت, بہت تصنیفات تعلیمات ہیں اور امام الربانی نامتا ہے کیونکہ ان کے جو تصنیفات دو تیم بہت مشکل ہیں اور اس کے علاوہ ان کی مکتوبات ہیں وہ بھی اچھے خاصے مشکل ہوتے ہیں ان میں سے کچھ ایک طرف ہم نے بھی ایک نساب وہاں پڑھائے تھا ان کے کچھ مکتوبات کے اگر ہمارا ارادہ کہ, ابھی آپ کو ہے کہ ایک کتاب اب اس کتاب کے वैसे किताब के अंदर भी हजरत खान वे फरमाएंगे और आप देखेंगे भी इंशाल्लाह कि जिसके पास शेख ना हो या शेख की तलाश में हो जब तक शेख ना मिले वो इस किताब के बताए हेदाया पर अमल करें ठीक है ना अब आपको ये भी जानना चाहिए कि मुختلف और طرق तरीकेत के अपने अपने होते हैं और में कुछ हैं कुछ वेत होते हैं कभी आप किसी के बात करेंगे आपको समझ भी नहीं आएंगे शेख काबदर खान जा रहे हैं तक कोई ऐसी बात आपके सामने आ जाए इमाम रब्बानी से कहना से दिन तक कोई ऐसा जुमला आपके सामने आ जाए इमाम वजीरान तक कोई के कोई ऐसा जुमला आपके सामने आ जाए तो आपको समझना चाहिए कि अगर उनकी कोई बात या तालीम हमें सोफी समझ में ہم فیضا ہم اس کو چھوڑ سکتے ہیں یہ بھی ایک بہت خوب مزاج تھا حضرت حان بن آمتارکہ کہ وہ بندے کو دیکھتے تھے سالکین کو مختلف انداز سے چلاتے تھے اور کہ کسی سالک بالخصوص ان کے جو علماء مردین تھے اگر ان کی طبیعت میں مزاج میں کوئی تصوہ اور صلو کی کسی ایک بات پر کسی وجہ سے ان کے تو اس جزئی کو چھوڑنے کو بھی اختیار دے دیتے تھے کیونکہ یہ हर ہر ہر جزئی اپنانا اور ہر جزئی تعلیم ہر سلسلہ کا جزئی ورد کرنا یہ ضروری نہیں ہے بس اتنا ہے کہ ملنہ اس میدان میں اتنا چلے کہ ان اس میدان اور محنت کا مقصد ہے تذکیہ وہ انسان کو حاصل ہو جائے وہ انسان کو حاصل ہو جائے تو یہ حضرت کہ आखिरी तसानीफ में से कस्तस सबीर इसमें यह मालूम होता है कि वो अपने बहुत से दूसरे तसानिफ की तरफ इशारों और हवाला इशारों और हवाला करते हैं तो इससे भी मालूम होता है कि कस्तस उनके उनकी अपनी में से किताबों में से अब बस हमें आते हैं कि किताबों के आम तौर पर आपको दो किस्म के उनके एडिशन मिलेंगे एक जो असल पुराना नस्खा है اس میں کبھی اردو مشکل ہوتا ہے جسے میں بھی آپ کے سامنے ابھی ذرا ایک مشکل اور تک والا اردو بول رہا اور کبھی کچھ علماء نے ان کی کتابوں کی تسیل کی ان کی کچھ میں مزہ ہے اور کبھی مزہ نہیں ہے مثال کے طور پر ایک ان کی حضرت آن کہ بہترین ہے جس کو تربیت کے نام پر دو زخیم گیا ایک عالم دین میں اپنے اخلاص اور کوشش کے بنا پر اس کی تثیر کی تثیر لیتیبیتِ صالت اس میں مزا نہیں ہے بالکل بالکل مزا نہیں ہے جب آپ اصل سے مراجعہ کرتے ہیں اصل سے کو دیکھتے ہیں تو حضرت کی بات میں جو تاثیر اور رنگ جو ہے نا وہ اس صاحب کی میں نہیں ملتے اگر یہ اس کا خلاص اور تحصیل میں ہے حضر مفتی محمد شفیر آمتہ اور حضر مفتی شفیر آمتہ نے اکمال کر دیا اور بالخصوص ہم نے اتہام بہت تربیت و سالہ کا مطالعہ کر رہے تھے کچھ سنتنوں میں ایک میں دیا تھا دو اب اس سے ہمیں تھوڑا سا اب اندازہ ہوا ہے کہ مزار الفاظ حضرت مفتی شفیر آمتائے نے قسط السبیر کے اخلاص تحصیل نکالا وہ ہمیں سو فیصد لگتا ہے کہ حضرت آنوے آمتائے بہت بہت کمال حکام کیا حضرت مفتی محمد شفیر آمتائے نے تو ہم نے اس کتاب کے تیسی طرح اللہ تعالیٰ کرم تذب کر رہے اس کا مکمل درست دینا کہ ارادہ رکھتا ہوں مگر یہ کتاب اس کی ایک ایک سطر معانی پر مشتمل ہے ایک ایک سطر دو دو سطر کبھی ایسے ہوتے ہیں کہ مندل اس پر بھولتے جائے سوچتر آئے سمجھتر آئے اور باقی ایک ایک ایسے کبھی ایسے سطر سطور ہیں کہ اس پر عمل حضرت حان بن عامتا کتاب حضرت حلاغت ساتھ سیر محمد شاہ شرطان کتاب کے نام قسط السلیل سلیل ایک اور معنی ہے اس رائے صلوق ترکت کا سلیل میں معنی راستہ واتبع سلیل من اناب کریم میں فرمایا کہ جس جو میری طرف رغبت رکھتا ہے uski raah को pakro और uski raah ki pair vikro is sadeel ka anant quran mein kehte is maane mein istemal kiya gaya tha sathaniya khan ne bhi is sabiyat ka istemal kiya kast ka maana hai irada aur kast ka maana hai jo waqiatan is raasta-e-tasawuf sulook ko apnana chahta hai or alpane rab ka kurb karna hai. really serious salik hai so, that's is that manually Hazrat the has written a manual for the Salakin, Kast means you have a serious intent and a firm resolve not just that they randomly give baya or they give baya just for barakah or they give baya just following group behavior, herd behavior no, maybe they did that initially but now they have a qast they have a deep and strong irada that they want to travel and traverse this path and really become saleh once and for all so that is the purpose of this book Qastus <laughs> the name of Allah, فهو هو هو ذلك السديد خير الدريد وانا اله وَأَصْحَابِهِمْ باغين انفسهم ام اموالهم لله من كل كثير وقليل المبلغ المبلغين للايات والايات اذ عزيز وذل دل دَلِيلٍ اما با تو یہ حضرت حضرت انہوں نے اپنے عظمی شان بیزار کیا یہ ایک اڑکی خطبہ ہے جس میں صدیل اور پھر روایت سجل اس کے ساتھ انہوں نے کچھ الفاظ بن دے کتاب سے شروع ہوتا ہے جو در حقیقت شریعت ہی پر مکمل عمل کرنے کا نام ہے اس میں ایک زمانہ سے کچھ ایسے کہ بہت سے ناواقف لوگ کچھ بزرگوں کی رسوم و عادات کو اور بہت سے ان کے غیر اختیاری کیفیت اور وجہی حالات ہی کو تصوف سمجھ بیٹھے تھے۔ مقصود و غیر مقصود میں امتیاز نہ رہنے سے بعض لوگ تو اس طریق کو نہایت دشوار نا نہ قابل عمل سمجھ کر مایوس ہونے لگے و بعض لوگ خلاف شرع امور کے ارتکاب اور غیر شریع آدات اور اخلاق کے باوجود کچھ حالات اور اچھے خواب دیکھ کر نفس کی اصلاح اور اعمال کے احتمال سے بے فرق ہونے لگے ان خرابیوں کی اصلاح کے لیے اس مختصر رسالے میں طریقت اور تصوف کی حقیقت اور اس کی اصل مقصود اور حصول مقصود کی طریقوں کے متعلق جن اہم اور ضروری this is Hz. Tan introduction to the purpose of this book. Alright, first point is that the reality of the tasawuf and tarikar is to do amal al-sharia. So you can understand when it's ilm of sharia when it's amal al-sharia. To get ilm of sharia you have to do tafsir, hadith, sif, usul, ilm al kalam, many things, then you will get ilm of Sharia. But having ilm of Sharia is one thing, and doing amal on Sharia is something else. There may be people who don't have a lot of ilm, but they have a lot of amal. And there may be people who don't have so much ilm, and they have a lot of amal. But the point is that the soul and tariqat, the whole purpose of it is to do amal on Sharia. It has no other objective. There's no higher understanding. The understanding is the understanding is of Sharia. There's no higher ilm, there's no mystical ilm of the tasawwuk. The ilm is that of But The tips and techniques and methodologies of training. Asabaq, zikr, kar, awrad, wazayif. The purpose of that is to do amal on Amalan Amal on shirin. And what we realize also from this is that there's a gap between ilm and amal. If only it were so easy that as soon as you acquired ilm you would do amal on it. That there is no gap between ilm and amal. So the whole purpose of tarikah, the tasawuf, and saluk is to bridge that gap between ilm and amal. Alright? To bridge that gap between ilm and amal. Now, what Hazrat Hamid is writing is, he's writing again now. These are the mujaddid They're understanding they have their pulse to be a mujaddid necessarily. You must understand society. You must understand the condition of the ummah. You must understand the intelligence of the ummah. So he's saying Arsa Daraz, Amalad means he has his pulse on where the Ummah was going, particular to their understanding of the soul So it's mentioning that for a long time there were some differences of opinion and some confusions that were presenting themselves. And a lot of people who did not have the true and proper understanding of the soul they took number one, kuch adat. Some of their customs and practices. So what they did was rather than focus on how to follow the Sharia, they just looked at what random things the sheikh did. The sheikh's own habits and particularities and peculiarities. And they took that to be their Tissol. So that means a person ends up in what we call Shaqs Parasth, parast type of Tissol. Right? So these are some things we have to change. It's not enough just to dress in the same shirt as the sheikh. Or to wear the same style of the turban of the Shaykh, if that's all your tasawwuf is, it's something to bring you on Amla Sharia. There is no wardrobe that can bring you onto Amla Sharia. If there was, Allahu Akbar, that would be like a super uh, superhero uniform cape, right? That they put the uniform on and they get their superpowers. It's not like that, right? If you could reduce tasawwuf only to these rusum and adat, you won't get the goal, the goal is amal on sharia, yes no doubt, if it's sunnah so sunnah like Imam of Nabi Karim I was just reading in the Malfuzat of Muhaddis Kashmiri, Alama Anwar Shah Kashmiri, and I'll share that with you he's given three lengths of turban one is turban for household wear, uh, Um, he says um. one is turban for salah and one is turban for Eid and Jumma, Allah Akbar and Turbine, it's huge. Hmm? So, this is the Muhaddisin, and our great Aqabr Ulama al Muhaddisin also accept these things. So, when you have Sunnah so libas, wearing white, wearing Imama, that will help us in our maksud. But just having the Rasum and the Adat of Some that will not help us. Then, what he said is another Ajeeb thing that their غير اختياري كيفياد and halat? that they started to believe that to be Tassouf the so they thought the soul was about hal and that they would say that oh you know all of a sudden غير اختياري means that all of a sudden i felt and especially what he means here is it wasn't due to the اختيار of taqwa it wasn't due to the adoption of taqwa or adoption of sunnah غير اختياري غير اختياري right so sometimes it happens to people and you will find and if you travel and you sit amongst the Sufiya in Istanbul or Lahore or in different parts of the Muslim world, you will find this in them. Halat of Vajd, Kifya to And they will tell you it happens all, day. they will also tell you it happens all of a sudden. Bas ye wajd hal kaise Right? So these achanaka, random, arbitrary occurrences of halu ahwal, now they weren't lying about it, but that's also not the maksid of tasawwuf. Because the maksid of the soul, which is amal and sharia, was become sahib sharia, sahib with taqwa, sahib sunnah. And the hal and the what is in the keshiak doesn't bring a person to that. The problem was that when a person experiences a hal, they enjoy it. So they get the lazat of the hal, and there's a great deception in that. So, for example, in our Naqsham Ali Ali that if a person experiences a hal or kayfiyat in Maraqaba, so Imam al made this clear, that are you going to be Abdul Lutf for Abdul Latif? Are you doing zikr for the Lutf, the laza, Lut, the, the sublime pleasure of it? You will sometimes experience that. And then if you think, if that becomes your miyad, then you is supposed to be taqwa, sunnah and sharia of your progress. If the miar becomes, okay, I felt something in Maraqaba and I don't feel in Maraqaba, you may have a lapse in taqo, you never wrote the sheikh. You had a lapse in sunnah, you never wrote the sheikh. You had a lapse in shri, you never wrote the sheikh. You had a lapse in kefiyat, you wrote the sheikh. Then, dear sheikh, I don't feel my kefiyat in Muraqabah anymore. Allah That means that the kefiyat became your maqsood That was ghair maqsood That was ghair maqsood that, that was not the purpose, the goal, the objective. That was not the purpose to go and inject The Imam al Mujaddid al also explained that these ahwal and jaythiyat are incidental. Like there's a medicine that has an intended effect and it may have some side effects. The side effects are irrelevant. Those people who start taking the medicine for the side effect, then they become addicted. Like there are people who now they take painkillers, what is it, opioid, Allahu Alam there's some type of painkiller they take, they're not taking it to kill pain. The painkiller had a side effect somehow. It had, I don't know what, some other effect on them. And they became addicted to the side effect. That's exactly what Hazrat Anand is pointing out. That people started becoming addicted to the side effects of Zikr. As opposed to looking for the real purpose effect of Zikr. Alright? The <laughs> maksood or her maksood may rehne se. They couldn't tell the difference between what was the real objective and what was not the real objective. to could not hide Some people another thing, some people thought it was difficult. Because if you think the purpose of the soul is to get ahwal and kifiat and you feel I'm not able to get those ahwal and kefiat and somebody tells you, okay, you can get those ahwal and kefiat, if you do seven hours of maqabah a day, you will say is it? I'm going to have to sit down and do seven hours of maraqab a day in order to get that hal and kefiyat but then it's difficult it's difficult and they get disheartened they get disheartened now in that time if Hazrat is writing that in this day and age it's even harder as the zamana progresses it becomes even harder to get these ahwal and kefiyat because these ahwal and kefiyat come on the basis of super taqwa and super ihtiyaat Staying away, forget from haram, obviously from um, from makruh, but from even mustabe. These are those people who don't eat doubtful food, who won't eat the hmm, farm poultry chicken, who are extremely careful, who never ever read the newspaper because they don't want to even glance on a rare mahram an ad on the newspaper, who lead such a Muhtad, such a pure and pristine, immaculate life. Then sometimes, yes, a person may get some gush for some hal or some kifit. So it became very difficult. Imagine this day and age of Hazrat Anwar this actually is even, uh, you know, uh, maybe hundred years, roughly hundred years ago. It's even more difficult now. It's even more difficult now. Actually, there is nothing more matloob and nothing other that is maqsood and matloob except that you don't violate sharia. That we leave sins entirely. That's the And It is possible to leave sin without having any kashf. It is possible to leave sin without having any hal. It's possible to leave sin without having any kifiyat. And the converse is also true. It's possible to be stuck and slip and fall in sin even after having kashf, even after having hal, even after having kifiyat. that's not the maqsut. That's not the maqsut. <coughs> The side effect doesn't cure you of the illness. The real effect is what cures you of the illness. So some people, when they thought that, okay, people are saying, this is the maksud, well, that's a very difficult thing to do. So they turned away, and that was another trick of shaitan. So when they pulled back from the effort of tuski and tasawuf, they lost out on the real taqwa and tahara and akhlaq that comes to this effort. So they pulled back. So this is also a fikir, a concern of Azatamra and Taneh. The people shouldn't pull back either. They said, this is such an impractical thing. This is such a difficult path. So they became if sort of, This is the only way to get taqwa, to get love for Allah to get Allah's, Ta'ala's Allah, And it's impractical. So they got sad. Because as good mu'mineen, as good believers, they wanted to get the love for Allah They wanted to be beloved. They wanted to be mukarab. Is this starting to sound familiar or no? Huh? As the has nailed it right on, just in the prefatory comments. Hmm? These are people. These are called uliyamujaddid. Allah Taala inspires them with an understanding of the ummah. So that and Allah Taala takes this word. Allah Taala kaam nete. ye Mujaddid apne zor se tajdid ka kaam ne karte. Ye Allah Taala unse tajdid ka kaam. a frasat aur ase. <swebKate> hain aur ek hai. All right? So you have to understand that these مَنْجَدِ they are the definition of tasawuf well, But Hazrat Hamd, after writing that equals تسوّف and anything that is a departure from that or contrary to that is a departure from تسوّف. Be it Bukharaus, Why? Because they wanted to get that house. So that's how you'll find them. They are taking nasha and they are taking smoking pot and doing hash. Why? Because they want that oh, hal. That, that's another way. If you can't get the hal and kefir through your taqwa and your sunnah and your qasrith zikr, they found another way to get it. They found another way to get it. So they end up doing things that are against the sharia. Against the sharia. What does it mean? that they were doing things against Sharia, and they did get some feelings. So to say, oh, I entered did fanat Rasul wa I was twirling and dancing listening to music and I felt the love for the Prophet I went to Medina Manora and I smoked some hash, and I was feeling lovely to be a dream, Now, it wasn't wrong, they did feel that love, they did get the love for the Prophet sallam, through this way, right? They did get that love, they did Urs, they felt love for the Prophet ﷺ, they did Milad, they felt love for the Prophet ﷺ, they did get that love. It's not like they didn't get the feeling, they got the feeling. And that deluded them, because obviously they said, okay, I got the feeling, and the purpose was, again, the hal, the Kefiat, and I got it. So that must mean these rare, things must be okay. But it's simply in English we say, the end justifies the means. So they fell in that mistake. That they attain the end so they use the attainment of the end to justify their means or they started seeing some good dreams, right? Uh, You know, we've even experienced this. We have had people who write us emails or messages about good dreams that they have sent and then the same people who in the same email write about certain sins that they're doing. So the point is that you might see a good dream. That doesn't mean that you've attained taskiyah. The work isn't done, the goal is not being attained by seeing the dream. Right? And you may have remembered that we have explained this before that dreams are the one thing that will never ever enter your Namiyama. No matter how good a dream you see, you will not get one good deed for it. You can see a dream that you are on Hajj with Sayyidina Rasulullah. And then after Hajj you go up on Multazim with him. You can see all that in your dreams. You won't get one good deed in your book of deeds. And you might see the worst. Al-Aman, al from nightmares and bad dreams and dreams of sin. You might see the most sinful dream. Or you might see yourself doing the most sinful acting dream. You won't get one bad deed written in your, in your book of deeds. Alright? But this is again a delusion. So whether it was a wad, a halat, a or a dream, a person entered into this delusion. And because of that delusion or amal Which was the asa They stopped doing good amal And so this is a test So you have to check as a person's own to dreams and halat That they're not reciting Quran They're not making istighfar They're not sending salawat on Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa They're not praying nawafil salah They're not making the sunnah nafil fast. So then we're, the amal, if the amal become absent and especially if a person consciously, deliberately does this, that due to presence of ahwal, they go for absence of amal. This is a deception, and we have to watch ourselves that we don't fall in this deception. We must be have istiqamat on our amal, or always trying to increase our amal, no matter what ahwal we may get. There is no hal that a person can get that makes them mustazni on the amal that makes them no longer need to do amal or practice on deen and islah so they didn't worry about fixing and correcting the bad aspects of their character or their bad behavior traits so in order to correct all of these misunderstandings as i said that i penned down is short the solid the short treatise to explain and expound upon the hakikat and the reality and actuality and and to reorient it on its Asal Maqsood, which is to become Sahib Sharia, and Husul and Maqsood ki Tariqo. Tariqe, and how to Tariqo, but how to Tariqo ke Matalik, tan aham or Zururi mazameen penwane hidayat. So, this is what he does: hidayat, sektush hidayat. He makes certain guidance and guidelines how we can get at that Maqsood. hidayat चेरेत उत्रीकत के बयान में सधो का तरीका जिसको उल्फनीत सूफ कहते हैं उसकी हकीकत यह कि मुसलमान अपने जाहिर व बातिन को आमाल साले रास्ता करे और से बचाए इसकी so he says that beginning Look, saluk and Tarikat is conventionally or in custom is being called tasavavav. So, taskiya, I'm not using the word taskiya here because he was basically deep. This is a deep mm, treatise on tasavav written for Sadaki who already understood they don't need that underpinning of words to justify this to them. Right? But taskiya, saluk, tarikat, tasavavavav. Its real essence and reality. Is that a person should leave all the sins that they do outwardly and inwardly. Outwardly and inwardly they should have amalusame. So the outward amal we already mentioned a few of them. The batin amalusame. That's bir. That's taqwa. That's haya. That's zikr. That's tawakkul That's sabr. That's, 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 that's shukr. That's Allah These are the amal of the batin. These are the Feelings and states and condition and acts of the baton. Second amal, it bad se bachaye. So both that in zahir and batin they should stay away from sinful actions and sinful feelings. And then he gives his detailed explanation. Asal maksood to haq ta'ala ko razi karna hai. Or uske zariya shariyat ke hukmo par pure tor se chalna hai. ان احکامات میں باجز متعلق ان احکامات میں متعلق ظاہر کہ ہیں جیسے نماز روزہ حج زکات وغیرہ اور جیسے نکاح طلاق اور اداء حقوق زوجین اور قسم و قضاء وغیرہ اور جیسے لین دین اور بیری مقدمات و شہادت وصیت تقسیم و ترکہ وغیرہ or just as salam, kalam, taam, manam, ku'ud, qiyam, mahmani, mazbani, maghara, ihkaam in sab masaya ko ilmih sirfa kehti So the first thing was how to adorn our zahir, our outward self. In one paragraph, Hz. Anuddin gives a khlas of all of the abab of fiqh because he was a big faqih, a big jurist and had tafakkur fi deen, had a deep understanding of me. So the, all of these things. so it starts obviously with Salah, but praying, fasting, offering Hajj, paying Zakah, that's also part of our Zahir. But also Nikah and Allah and how to fulfill the rights of one spouse. This is also part of our Zahiri amal, And that means the soul will also be part of this. The soul will not just teach a person how to pray better, how to fast, better, how to perform Hajj with more Doba and Raju The soul will also teach a person how to be better married. When and when not to do talaq, in the unfortunate event of talaq, how to do that, how to manage the children after divorce, how to maintain relations after divorce, all of that is part of doing Amal on Sharia, so there will be teachings and guidelines from the of the soul from Saluk and How to fulfill the rights of spouses and Qasam, Kapharam, the different things pertaining to it, taking a swear, a swear or taking an oath then laying then buying and selling and giving and trading and dealing with other people, then how to follow up on court cases, how to have witnesses and testimony, how to have bequest and how to divide the inheritance. All of that also is part of our zahir that has to be fixed, our outward actions that have to be fixed. And salam and qalaam, how to greet one another, how to talk to another, how to eat, how to sleep, how to sit, how to stand, how to be a guest and how to be a host, all of the ahkam, Allahu Akbar, all of this is going to bring us closer to Allah SWT to do all of these things according to the teachings of the Qur'an, Sunnah and Sharia and the adab and the usul and the better and the best of ways of doing them. So he says all of these things are called ilm fiqh So the fuqaha, the jurists have explained these things. Or bazhe batin ke, ta'ala, Allah SWT, اور اس سے خدا کو یاد کرنا دن سے محبت کم کرنا خدا کی مشیعت پر راضی رہنا حرص نہ کرنا عبادت میں دل کا حاضر لکھنا اس کے کاموں کو اخلاص کے ساتھ اللہ کو راضی کرنے کے لئے کرنا کسی کو حقیق نہ سمجھنا خود پسندی نہ ہونا غصے کو ضد کرنا وغیرہ ان اخلاق و Right. Here I mentioned to you that even these outward things are going to be part of the Sulf and Suluk, but the Sulf and Suluk isn't going to teach you the ahkam and adab and sun of those outward things that you will learn from Illultik. But one of the purposes of the Sulf and Suluk is that almost should be accordingly. You see we can learn about the mustasan and asan way to give talaq but does a person who give it like that? We can learn about, from fiqh, the best way to be a good husband or wife, but there's a person who actually to do on that. So, making a person to amal on that would be part of the soul from Tariqat as well. But as the Tamir today is splitting this up, this is a very classic way of the ulama, that they would talk about Ilm zahir and Ilm batin Ilm zahir was fiqh and Ilm batin was the soul. So, in this long list of things about the soul of, the today said love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fear Allah <laughs> remembrance of Allah reducing and ideally eliminating all love for the materialistic world. Then being pleased on Allah decree and wish not to have greed in your heart and that your heart should be present in every act of worship. And to have ikhlas to be sincere in all of the acts and actions that a person does. And sincerity means to do it in order to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to view anyone as lesser than you. Not to have pride and self-conceit and vanity. To control one's anger. All of these akhlaq all of these characteristics and attributes. This is called saluk, tariqat and tasawaf. اور جس طرح احکامِ ظاہرِ نماز وزر وغیرہ پر عمل فرض و واجب ہے اسی طرح ان پر عمل بھی از روِ قرآن و سنت فرض و واجب ہے اور باطنی خرابیوں سے بچنے کا احتمام اس لیے زیادہ ضروری ہے کہ ان باطنی خرابیوں کا اصل ظاہری عمل پر بھی بڑھتا ہے جیسے اللہ تعالیٰ کی محبت کم ہونے سے نماز میں سستی ہو گئی یا جلدی جلدی رکوع سجدے کے حق ادا کیے بغیر پڑھ دی یا بخل کے سبب بخل کے باطن میں ہونے سے یعنی یا, یا بخل کے سبب زکاة یا حج ادا کرنے کی حمد نہ ہوئی یا تکبر سے کسی پر ظلم ہو گیا خلاصہ یہ ہے نکی شرعی کے تمام احکام ظاہرا باطنا پر پورا پورا عمل کرنے کا نام ہی طریقہ ہے امام اعظم ابو حنیفہ رحمۃ اللہ علیہ نے علم کی تعریف ہی ایسی کی ہے جس میں اعمال ظاہرا اور اعمال سب داخل ہیں ٹھیک جاننا उन चीजों जो आपके हक के लिए फायदे के लिए नशा के लिए रोहानी उखरी फायदे के लिए अल्लाह अलहा and those things that will count against you. So what has अल्लाह अलहा written here? Is the same way that following the outward commandments are followed and about them such as praying salah, fasting in this month of Ramadan, and offering Hajj etc. One his people, just like that. Doing amal on those bodily things that he mentioned is also farz and majib in light of the Quran and Sunnah. And to stay away from these inner spiritual diseases is, is more important. Why? Because when you have the spiritual diseases, they will affect your outward acts and actions. And he gave an example of that, that if you have less love for Allah in your heart, then that will affect the outward action of salah, and you will pray salah in a more lazy manner. Or you will pray so quickly, that you will will not properly fulfill the adab of ruku and sujood. Or you will, uh, if you have bukhul or stinginess and wiseless in your batan, then because of that you may not give your satan properly or you might not give your zagat in a timely way or you may delay hajj because you're more worried about savings or accumulating wealth for some worldly purpose and you will calculate in a cold manner that if you go on hajj this year then that will slow down and decrease your savings so you won't have himma you won't have the resolve and strength to pay your zagat and and go on hajj or if you have takambar, anger or you have pride and arrogance in your heart or, if you have anger in your heart due to the ghalbah, due to the overwhelming anger and arrogance, then you may hurt and oppress someone. You might do zulm on someone. So he says that sharia and tariqah are not two separate things, but rather to do amal on the entire sharia, the outward and inward aspects of sharia, that is called tariqah. Right. Now, what we learn here then is that there should be a doubts. That is why, Alhamdulillah, also Salaqeen of Tariqat need to get the Ilm of Deen and they need to do amal deen So there's a rub, means a rub, the connection and dispute between knowledge and practice and a rub between Sharia and Tariqat. What Azra is also trying to highlight here is the litmus test of Tariqat will be Sharia. The miyar of Tariqat will be Sharia. The way to judge and gauge our progress on Tariqat will be our increased compliance on in Sharia. And this is a very important thing, right? It's not about the number of times we sat with the sheikh or number of times we read a text of the Sawaf. Now understand this also, maybe I should explain that. No doubt all these Mashaykh of Tariqat wrote these texts and works so that we would understand the soul through them. But just going through a text or a dars a work of the soul is not the soul This is just to clarify. What Hazrat Anandha's mm-hmm. purpose was is to clarify and reorient ourselves. But if you read the book and read the book, there will be no mistake of being able to read the book. This can be a little bit further from it. It can be a strong but you to do you have to do it. The Tasof and Tariqat and Suduk and Tazkeh is all about Amun, It's all about practice, alright? But so when we learn the words, if we listen to the words and teachings of these great Mishai, it can inspire us, can motivate us to try again, to reach out for this again, to give ourselves a fresh start at the start of Ramadan, and really in 30 days in Ramadan, if a person doesn't just make niyat only that they're going to fast and pray taraweeh, but a person can make niyat that in 30 days Ramadan, I'm going to do all of these things. I am going to embark on this path with a firm resolve. I want to get all of the amal and hal of sharia inside my heart, in my button, And I want to do all of the amal in my side. Alright? Okay. Next he says, مَغْرْ مُتَّاخْرِينَيْ सुहूलतें تحصیل के लिए आमाले نماز، روزہ، रोज़ा زکاة، نکاة، طلاب، تجارت، تجارت وغیرہ کو الگ جمع کر کے استنام تک رکھ دیا اور آمالِ باطنہ، اخلاص، صبر، شکر، زود وغیرہ کے احکام کو الگ جمع کر کے نام تصوف و طریقہ رکھ اس اسطحہ کے مطابق ایک اور دوسرے سے الگ الگ بھی اس طرح کہہ سکتے ہیں جیسے نماز الگ اور روزہ الگ عبادت ہیں انسان کا ہاتھ الگ ایک عزو ہے تاہ الگ دوسرا عزو ہے آنکھ اور چہرہ آنکھ اور چیز ہے और اور قلب اور جگر اور لب الگ الگ آزاں ہیں لیکن مجموعہ انسانیت کی, ان کی ہی ہے uh, uh, so simply saying what he's saying here is that the latter of the later period for ease of attaining and for pedagogical methodological educational purposes they separated these two, under these two categories, A'mal and ahkam of the Zahir, they called it Fiqh, and A'mal and the ahkam of the Batin, they called it the sawos, simply to make it easy for people to get both. Simply easy for people to get both. Alright? And they gave all the same examples again of the outward A'mal, Salah, Fasting, Marriage, Divorce, Business, Trade, Leasing, etc. Alright? And they compiled all that together, called it Fiqh, and the iflah, sincerity, sabr, patience, fortitude, shukur, gratitude, zod means abstaining from materialistic pursuits and passions of this world, they gathered that separately and called that the soul's entrika. And then you give the example that just like we may talk about that a human being has appendages, limbs, and organs, but the human being is really the summation of all of these things. So just like that, Sharia means all these things combine, fiq and tazooh. एमएस सिर्फ किसी एक हिस्से को लेकर दूसरे को नजरअंदाज करना ऐसे ही मुखलक है जैसे कानों की हिफाजत की जाए आंखों को जाया कर दिया जाए या रोजे की हिफाजत की जाए नमाज को जाया कर दिया जाए हजरत शाह वलीउल्लाह मानज देलवी इमाम नंदन ने फरमाया है शरीयत बगैर के کے, بغیر طریقت کے Ilhad. So, what is the Tamil is saying is basically that all of these different. Classifications of different knowledges and branches of learning and ways of doing Amalan din When a person combines all of them, they will be a true, proper, real Mu'min. And doing Amalan on one and not the other would be like a person having good hearing but letting their eyes go to waste, or a person praying, uh, a person fasting in a well way, fasting carefully, conscientiously. And letting their prayer go to waste. So basically, what does that mean? Many times, Hazrat Tan Raptah, many of his muridin were also ulama. So he was giving the same thing with Imam of the Zayd Alright? And many times, some of the things are more specifically addressed to ulama, but, but it means that if you have the ilm of fiqh and you don't practice the soul you'll be wasted. And that's how strong Imam Hazrat is saying it, that if you have fiqh but you don't have the soul then you're like a person who has ears but doesn't have eyes, or a person who fasts but doesn't pray. It means you are incomplete, you are not this, you are not mukamul nayer kamil if you don't have both of these things. Alright? So then if for those of us who are lacking in both, all the more for us to Work on both of them. Then he gives two quotes from two great naqshimani meshay, hazashawam addis dear dave, naqshimani ta'ala. And he said that sharia without tariqah is, uh, how would you say, nira, nira, falsifah. Just. just Uh, Nira, nothing, it's nothing other than, okay, okay, it's nothing other than philosophical fluff to think that you can have sharia without tariqah, that's a very strong thing. Right, because many of us would think, okay, we can say Sharia is as the aslan and Tariqah is something separate. Right? So they're saying Tariqah, and this is why the word is there, that Tariqah is the way to do Amal on Sharia. Right? Tariqah is the way to do Amal on Sharia. So Tariqah represents the Amal. And Shia represents the reality or the existence or the knowledge of that Sharia. And Tariqah without Sharia is Zandaka and ilhad, that means basically atheism. Right? It's, uh, you will lose your Iman if you try to have Tariqah without Sharia. You oh, very strong words. Ilhad is basically a type of Kufr, which is known as atheism. If you have tried to do Tariqah without Sharia, your very Iman is in danger. Because you'll end up on another Deen. You can outright end up on another Deen, definitely you end up on another Manhaj. You end up on another lifestyle, right? If you're so Sufi, or you're only Sufi, and you just do Sufi things and you don't do Shari'i things, so the person who is Sufi and not Shari person who is Sufi and not Sharia, that Sufiness may take him so off the path that his very iman and deen will be in danger. Alright? So you have to be a bit careful, right? You have to be a bit careful. <laughs> It was another great Naqshbandi Shaykh. He was the Khalifa of Azad, Khwaja Mirza Mazar Janan And he wrote a wonderful tafsir after his Shaykh, known as Tafsir and mazari And he wrote to Imtadai to a book which they don't teach anymore on the Mazaris, but I read it once in English. uh ah, It was a Farsi book, Mala Bunda Min. Um, that which cannot be dispensed with. It was a Persian work, introductory primer on Fiqh, which was translated into Urdu, and translated into English by Yusuf Talal de Lorenzo. Who himself is another, which a shaksiyat, and has his own history. Huh? So, he my once in America, in our early, 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 mid 90s, early period of Islam. So, he said, that that person whose Zahir is not pure, it's never possible for that to be pure. It's never possible. Huh? So, does it doesn't mean the Zahir is the Sharia part, that they don't do Amla and Sharia. It's not par- possible their button is pure. You know, people have taken this to such extremes. There are people, and I won't take his name because some of you know him, but I've met a person like that. I know they existed, and I never met anybody like that until 2009. So, I'd heard that there were people who said that there's no need to pray at all. And Amma Yuk Rutba and we don't pray at all. We don't fast. We just go to mazars And we just go to tombs. I actually met somebody like that. Huh? Uh-huh. let's say A very highly accomplished figure. Some of you know who I'm talking about. In Pakistani society. I was stunned because he was such an intelligent person. And first I got happy that Mashallah is on deen. And he was being nice to me because I was on Dean. But then he revealed his strange, weird, wacky ideas. He didn't pray at all. He absolutely never prayed. Not even Jema. Nothing. He didn't fast at all. But he was very into spirituality and Sufism and always talking to me about Sufism. When he realized that I wasn't that type of Sufi, he also became a little bit distant from me. But yeah, he was claim that his Bahtan is pure. But his Zahir was impure because every time he left Salah, it was a sin. Every time he didn't fast, it was a sin. It's a huge sin. Huge sin. The was so impure through the sinning of negligence and outward acts. But he really generally... And I accept he was a very nice person. But forget about being nice. He generally thought that he was a spiritually accomplished person. Allah Akbar And I couldn't make a dent in him. I didn't try very hard either because of a certain relationship between... But I did try. So I didn't try at all. But I didn't make a dent in him. Allah Akbar to these mashayikh, they explain, it's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. Even one sunnah of Nabiya Kareem the absence of that sunnah is a weakness in our zahid. And if it's one of those sunnahs that the fuqa declared wajib, such as having a beard of the sunnah length, if the person doesn't have that. They can never be a waliya wa s'mon there are people out there who claim wilaya, and they don't even have the basic sunnahs of Nabi Kareem sunnah. Zahir ki paak hone se murad amal, zahir ki paabandi jo ilm e mein bayan ki jati. Or batil ki paak hone se murad amal baatin ki paabandi hai jinka bayan ilm-e-tasawwuf-e-saluk mein hota hai. All right. So to have a pure outward means that you are firmly established on those acts and actions that the ulama of will explain, and it explained, and to be pure inwardly means to have, such so as to go back, to have those things, to have ikhlas and sabr and ayah and zikr and taqwa that would be called being pure inwardly to be pure outwardly means that you pray salah fast and your layin, dayin, your tajara, your business dealings, interpersonal dealings, nikah is according to the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is what it means to have a pure outward self or Imam Surah in awar maarif mein, sufiya kiram ku peish aane hala tuh ki fi yat ki ke abdullah Hazat Sehla ibn abdullah, abdullah al-Tustari Allah-Tah'ala-ne firma-ya Kullu la yashadulhu al-kitabu wa sunnatu fabadil That every single hal and state That the Qur'an and Sunnah doesn't talk about such a state as a the Qur'an and Sunnah talks about taqwa, love for Allah Ta'ala, ishq, you can have that. Qur'an and Sunnah talks about tawakkul, tafweez, to trust Allah Ta'ala completely, surrender all your matters, that you can have. But if there's some hal kifiyat that a person claims that they're having, which is not mentioned anywhere in Qur'an and Sunnah, then that hal and wazd is batal. That hal and wazd is batal. wa these things are mentioned in Qur'an and Sunnah you would want to have that but everything else is about here you can also see a little bit of Hazrat Hanh's misaj. Hazrat Hanh bhe ka bilkul mizaj katan yeh nahi tha ki mein sirf apne sanad-e-tarikat apne sal hi ki mishai ke baat karunga. ga sirf mishai ke chis ki baat aage nakul karunga. okay ab tak tu do naqshah mandi mishai or Imam is Surah Wardi, Yuni Surah Wardi Tariqat Kishaykhi Baatin he didn't have this ta'asub And he was a person of all tasawwuf. He was open to all tasawwuf. He accepted and acknowledged and respected the different mizaj and different turuk of the different masha'i. So this person, uh, Hazrat Surah Wardi he has been called Imam by Hazrat Than because he is the founder and establisher of one of the Major salasul an and Turuk. And interesting, Imam Al-Zahabi And I have this hawala on my computer Imam Al-Zahabi has meant Imam Al-Zahabi was a great Mu'addis He mentions that he got the Khirqai Surawardi sort of And this was a way that sometimes people would represent the bestowal of Nisbat Sometimes wrapping imama, and sometimes bestowing bestowal is a cloak Or a ga- oh, you can say a cloak or a, some type of upper garment, right? Uh, so Imam Zahabi apparently had a nisbat from the Surah Vardhi Imam Surah Vardhi Ramtai's most famous work is his Awad of al But better, rather than you try to read that directly, you have to use the more recent Mujandins as a portal and a lens to view the past of the Salva. So we want the teachings of Imam Surah Ramtai to come to us filtered through sure. Hazretan Vyantanani. We want the teachings of those early Sufiya Maruf al Karshid Junaid Baghdadi, etc., to come filtered through Imam Ghazali and as he understood and explained their statements and their lives in the Ihya al It's better when you have a majandid to use that maghrib as a portal to those earlier mashayikh of the Sufis. But Harry said this very important thing, uh, which is that any hal and or any wajd, any claim of spirituality which is represented by a feeling that is not mentioned in the Quran and Sunnah that is Bahta alright we're going to stop over here for tonight although I'm setting myself on a pace to finish this in 20 days inshallah, I want to give you very, be- very brief hidayat uh, those of you Depending on what sabak you are on in muraqabah, I'm going to explain to you what you should do in this month of Ramadan in terms of your Murakaba and Mukufa kalbi. Understand again now, in light of this also you can understand that muraqabah is a zariyah and getting zikr kalbi is the maksood. Zikr kalbi means that your heart is always remembering Allah ta'ala. That's the Maksud. Muraqabah is an exercise, is a regimen, is a tool to do that. Alright? So, those of you who are on anywhere from lesson 1 to 7, I would suggest that you focus on lesson 1 in these 30 days. And you focus on lesson 1 so much that you feel zikr al-kalbi when you do marakaba on lesson 1. You keep focusing on it, keep doing more zikr until you feel the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, until you feel that you've forgotten a Allah, that you forget all Allah, and you truly enter a state of zikr. Do the exercise of making zikr of ism Azam Allah Allah, to the takrar of the zikr of ism Azam Allah Allah, no doubt in Muraqaba, but you reach the goal, which is that you remember Allah Ta'ala and forget everything other than him. Once you feel you've reached that on lesson one, then you may then try and move to whatever lessons you have and try to reach the same goal on the subsequent lessons. And if you want, you can spend all three days trying to do it on lesson number one. Those of you on lesson nine or onward, nine to fifteen, you should focus on lesson one and nine. Plus, focus on lesson one the way I said, and then you could go further on than that. And you should work on your tahleel. Lesson 9 is tahlil al-Isani, zikr ilaha illal but by saying it with your tongue, but in a slight whisper, audible to yourself, or even inaudible whisper. Alright? And you should try to recite the zikr tahleel 1100 times a day or 3000 times a day. All right, or anywhere in between, however much you can. In addition to working on lesson one and potentially moving to the other Lataif, as I already explained. And anybody who is on lesson 16 or onward, then they should do lesson one, nine, and 16. Lesson 16 is Marakabah Ma'iyat. So the purpose of that is once a person gets the zikr of 'Inna' and also the zikr of la ilaha illallah'. And the purpose of Muraqub and is to reflect on this verse of Quran Huwa ma'kum, That is the real, one of the core, a sabak, a fikir. So they're reflecting on the Mayyat of Allah Then comes your Wukufa kalbi. kalbi you can do it a number of ways Number one, you can try to do Tehan or focus on the Sabak So depending on what of these three categories you fall in so let's take the most simple one. In Wukufa Qalbi, you can try throughout the day to imagine, along with what you're doing, simultaneously imagine that your Qalb is saying Allah Allah. Second, if you're on lesson 9 or above, you can say La ilaha illallah, tilti pirti, all the time. Third, irrespective of what lesson you're on, you can recite Dhruj, Shri, Salawat as much as you want. I will explain this in a moment why. Alright? beyond the formal sitting when you recite salawat with full focus and concentration 100 times while not doing anything else you can as wukufi kalbi, recite salawat with your tongue and fourth is the basic way of doing wukufi is you simply just in any way remember allah SWT. that is something we've explained to you many times this is called istihrar. Just to remember Wajud al Simply, in any way, remember and remind your heart to remember Allah Subhanahu. Now, the reason why we mentioned that verbal recitation of the retreat is because sometimes a person can, and as a will explain this later on, because to that sometimes a person has a halib femi and they think that they're doing zikr al-kalbi all day, where they're not. They're acting asla. Because it can be hard for some people in the beginning to do this wakufa 24 hours. So if you can't, no doubt it is better to have the zikr in your heart. But if you're not able to remember Allah in your batin, then at least try to keep your tongue moist in His zikr. So a very good way to do that is to recite salawat al-Nabiyah Better that if you have a heart, That at least you protect yourself from having a rough tongue. So this is something new that you have never heard us say. It's something we're taking from the teachings of Azatant Ramtaneh. Because the point is to be zakr in some sense or the other all the time. If you can't be zakr in your kalb and batan all the time, at least be zakr in your disan, on your tongue. And then obviously in the Muslim du'as, Muslim amal. You, whatever you find in hadith and you're able to do it with your tongue, do it. For example, in Nabiya Kareem said, that it, it's mentioned in hadith the virtues and benefits of hundred times reciting, SubhanAllah, wa bihamdi, SubhanAllah, adith. do it. So the masnoon adhkar that you find in hadith and the masnoon ad'iyah, du'as that you find in hadith, you must make use of that also. So your zikr lisani would be, kasrat al Masnoon du'as and masnoon of while working, engaging, interacting. But try, because it is better, and that is clearly mentioned in the hadith, Sayyidina Rasulullah said that that person who remembers me in an assembly, I remember him in a greater assembly, and that person who remembers me in his self, I remember him in myself. And all the muhaditheen understood this, is Sayyidi and the Sahib Imam Bukhari Namata. So all the Mohandasin understood this, that batani zikr is avzal to lasani zikr. But if you can't do the avzal one, at least then do the lasani one, at least do the lasani zikr. So the one way or the other, you become zakir 24 hours a day. And that's the asal maksud of wukufa kalbi, that a person is never a ghafid. So the muqsood of the zikr of Ukufa kalbi was to protect yourself from a ghafla. And you have to do that using any and all of the ways mentioned in the Sun. Alright? So, we explained to you in Maraqaba, we explained your you in and you should try to work on these two things in the month of Ramadan. And the third and last Hidayat and the general part is you should increase your to Qur'an. You try to recite Qur'an, try to recite that passage of Qur'an before Taraweeh if possible. Try to understand it before Taraweeh, if possible, so then you will be able to feel more in your Salah. You will be able to focus and concentrate more in your Salah. Try to identify even one or two ayahs in your whole recitation that you want to try to memorize, or try to remember, or try to recite in your Salah that impacted your heart. Try to have some more nisbat with Quran appearing. Okay. But if you practice these things, inshallah, this will be a firm foundation for our saloob. May Allah accept us for the right understanding of saloob. May Allah give us the true amal, and the true zikr, and the true shari'i, nawawi, qur'ani, Ahsani, ahwad and kifiyat. May Allah save us from all batil, and all ghurur, and all delusion, and all deception, and our ahwad and kifiyat. May Allah accept us for this month of Ramadan. <laughs> Make merakima, close your eyes, and bow your head, disconnect yourself from the world, make the Your Qalam is trying to forget everything, and you are trying to forget everything except Allah by retreating in your button, And by retreating withdrawing in your button, using the core, the heart of your button to make zikr of Allah's name only ko ism al-hamdik wa tabaraka hi tatira by focusing on the blessed name is Allah you are hoping and trying to remember Allah taala make near that your call is saying calling His name that your calling is calling Allah 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 honor men Allahu the mana, the lamna, and the fissana, the Zams here the another you don't perish on your doom, Madame. You don't become a A mother dilly coram in a love. A mother dilly of Nigas in in what's the man is the one who is the फरमाओ अपने करने फसो से याद हमारे घरों में हमारे घरवालों में दीन अदा में हमारे نما دین کے ہر صفت عطا فرما دین کے ہر سمجھ عطا فرما دین کا ہر عمل عطا فرما ہمارے دین کو بڑھا علم بیکری اس دین کے جینے کے کو پر فرما بنا انك انت الله تعالی we pray for you. We pray for you.